Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. I'm super excited, as you all know, once again, to be back recording episodes. I've been doing a lot, really doing a lot building for 2022, not just podcast content, but also I went full time into my Enneagram business, which is Kaizen Careers. I know you hear the commercial. (laughs) And so I went full time into that uh, this year uh, in July. And so it's been a lot of making sure I have the proper foundation, uh, obviously to be entrepreneurial and support the business and all the things I'm doing with Enneagram, including this podcast properly. So that's very important. And it's very important even to this episode because this episode is about Enneagram accountability. It's super, super duper important. So let's go intro music so we can get into it. Finding help for your mental and emotional struggles can be challenging. With so many barriers like cost and even feeling safe looking for a counselor can be tricky. So I know it's hard. And you know, the worst part is you really don't have the time or mental space to be trying to figure out how to find a counselor when you're having personal struggles. So thanks to BetterHelp, they are built on making counseling accessible, affordable, convenient, so that anyone who's having struggles in their life can actually get the help they need at any time and anywhere, which is so important, especially now. All the professionals are licensed, trained, experienced, and accredited. And what I love so much about them is that they have a diverse group of counselors with a broad and various amounts of different backgrounds to help all their different clients. If you need some help, try BetterHelp. You can get a 10% off discount from your first month when you go to betterhelp.com forward slash do it. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash D-O-I-T. All right. So Enneagram accountability. So throughout our journey of working with the Enneagram, everyone will need someone or a group or a specific person to help hold them accountable. It's only to a certain level where you can only do it by yourself. There are certain parts of the journey where you need other people. There are certain parts of the journey where you can be the only person. And so it's a big deal to understand that um, on different parts of your journey. And it will differ for different people because of the culture that you're in. And also, uh, depending on the trauma that you have around certain areas. So, for instance, when it comes to instinct work, looking at different growth levels, Based on the CP model, uh, that's the chestnut pies model, Um, looking at theirs, the first thing you have to work on is more or less the somatic when it comes to behavioral things, instincts first, and then you move to the heart level, which are passions, and then you move on to the head after passing kind of the shock point. So what happens here 
is that if you have maybe severe trauma around your body or you've been addicted to something, and this can be anything, this doesn't mean just drugs or any of those main addictions. I mean, anything that you can be addicted to um, within your personality style. You can be addicted to doing certain things or addicted to not doing certain things. But based on um, deep culture or trauma, you may need accountability or help or even specialized help around certain areas. If you have deep accountability, I mean, deep trauma around your heart, you may really need areas of help there as well to get you through some of that. And then the part that we all probably really need the help on uh, when it comes to our Enneagram journey is the psychological part. When it gets to our psychological beliefs about different things, um, before you get to the whole holy ideas part, which is the kind of the highest level part of the highest level that you can work on within your type structure. But one of the things is the psychological level is a huge place where we definitely will probably need um, certified help. Let me say that outside certified help. So in these different areas, accountability is so important because we can we can catch ourselves and work on ourselves and, and do these different things. But it is nothing like having someone else mirror or reflect back what's actually going on and what they actually see in a way that gives us a different perspective or different feel um, instead of letting it rumble around in our own brains as we try to hold ourselves accountable. So when I say accountability partner, I don't just mean your friend, that person, though a lot of times these people are accountability partners. Um, I mean, this person in the season that you're in, it needs to be specific to what you're being held accountable for within your type structure. So if you have a dominant instinct that's rogue, go ahead and find someone who can maybe help in that area, but be specific of what you want that person to help hold you accountable for. Not just everything, be very specific on your path until you see growth or relaxation of ego structure around that particular area of your type structure. So when I talk about different types, because every type needs accountability, some way, somehow, <laughs> Each one of them uh, obviously needs it in different ways. And so I'm going to kind of go around the Enneagram and just give a little bit about each type and how they can benefit from having an accountability partner. So when I think about the type one and I think about accountability, one of the things that even though ones are like usually super responsible and all these things, they need to be held accountable to rest, to relax. They need to be held accountable to make sure that they're not letting their ego structure get out of whack and that they are communicating with the people that they care about and love in love because they may be saying what they feel is right or what needs to be done or what needs to be correct or what's good. But a lot of times it can miss out on the part that includes their heart, meaning that they don't include the heart of the other person when they're communicating. So it comes out very strong and direct or it comes out very strict in a way that it's not loving to the person or the person doesn't feel the love from the one. And so it, it hits that critical judgment level where now it's actually hurtful. It's actually doing the opposite. I told them the right thing to do. Yeah, but it wasn't helpful because of the way you said it or the way you did it. So those are some of the things for the type one uh, that they can find someone to help them hold them accountable. Are you getting good rest? You know, are you making sure that you're relaxing? Are you making sure you have fun? Like all these things are so important. Like that is the accountability that they need in order to get to the part of their heart. So when they do communicate, when they feel something needs to be corrected, be improved, um, be better, that they communicate it with their heart and not just their head and body. Because remember, 
ones are body types. So they have the anger in their body already naturally, right? It's already operating. And so if you communicate without your heart and your natural primary center is your body, then you're communicating with anger, whether you know it or not. So that anger may be frustration, uh, maybe bitterness, maybe resentment coming through what you're saying. And it's really tricky for the type one. So having someone for type ones who are listening to have someone help hold you accountable for those areas could be monumental for you um, in helping you actually grow and kind of work on different components of that, right? And also, everyone, just make sure the accountability partner you're, you're working with is um, someone who is working on themselves. And I would say at least in some form of healthy range within their type, that's going to be important as well, because you don't want people infusing their own ego into what you're doing too. So that's a tricky part. But accountability is very important to mirror back what's happening. All right. Type two, accountability. For type twos, it's similar, but very different at the same time. So for type twos, it is going to be making sure that they check in with their own needs and wants. And this is their heart level, even though they're a heart type. At the heart level, they kind of know what everybody else needs and wants, but they may struggle with their own. And if they don't struggle with knowing their own, they struggle with maybe communicating it in a fashion that's direct without trying to manipulate a situation or have an agenda to make something happen without them having to directly communicate it. So very important for type twos to have someone to hold them accountable to that. A lot of literature uh, limits the two quite a bit and doesn't understand that a lot of the personality structure for the two is a giving to get. Unfortunately, I know for some twos that's, you know, it's like they know it's like I know. Um, and that can be hard to reconcile with. But when twos are ready to do the work, it's a wonderful and beautiful thing. But a lot of times there's a lot of ego behind things. And so there's an agenda in a way that they can actually manipulate situations using certain words, using certain phrases, certain texts and different things to make people do kind of what they want in a certain way or respond or react in a certain way that they kind of want to get their needs or wants met. So it's very important for twos to have someone somebody who can call them out on that, who can notice that and be just very honest and frank about it. So it's not it's not going hidden and then they're getting praised for helping, but the helping was never for the other person. It just was for their ego. So that's very important. And then for a lot of twos as well, it's still going to be making sure that they, like I said earlier, take care of themselves, doing things to really make sure you take care and tend to yourself and see what's going on with your own emotions. Because no matter which version of the two you are, self-pressed, social, or sexual, no matter which one you are, there's a there's a part of you that wants or there's a part of you that naturally goes out and feels the emotions of other people. And sometimes that leaves you not understanding what your own emotions are in a situation, you know, because you're feeling the emotions of someone else. So definitely recommend that um, they have an accountability partner who can help them check in with self and work on the area where they may feel guilt or shame around that so that they can kind of move past that. Someone that can not only ask them what their needs and wants are, but also allow them to communicate and kind of get through like that, that area of shame and guilt that twos may feel. And a lot of times it's not even necessarily, sometimes it definitely is their own, I guess I would say fault to a certain degree for the shame or guilt because of their own actions. But sometimes it's guilt or, or shame for something that they didn't even do. Uh, that's not even necessarily directed at them but they just feel it. So making sure you have someone who can connect and help in that way, very beneficial for the two. All right, for the type three, accountability. All right, 
So for the type three, you're going to see this as um, it's kind of it rolls with the one, two and three very well. Once again, we have the type three who needs an accountability partner to help them know when to stop, when to relax, when to turn the jet engine down or to turn it off for a while, when to disconnect for a while to really recharge, re-energize, go inside, see what's going on, tend to self, relax, tend to those around them, and most importantly, tend to their heart. So it's really encouraging them to check in with their heart and seeing what's actually there and the emotions and the wants and desires that they actually have for themselves. Because a lot of times, threes, because of identification, they can want to identify with whatever role that they're playing in their life. And the role that you're in doesn't mean that you, it's just your current role. So making sure that threes understand who they really are beyond the roles that they play in life and what they really want is very important. So really encouraging them, having an accountability partner that checks in, helps them to check in on their own heart and feeling comfortable and safe enough to actually experiment and actually explore that with someone. So that's very important. And then two, for threes, because threes want to do things all on their own. They're independent type, like quite a few others. They they need to have some someone check in and say, all right, do you need help? Do you need help? And to really have them actually sit with that question, because the personality structure of the three feels like, I really don't need help. I can go ahead and knock these things out for the most part. Really don't need that. It's more efficient if I just get this and knock it out. So really checking in and having them to really think, do I need help? Or it's not, do I need help? Would this situation be better if I had help? You know, that's a little spin on it. So the ego doesn't react so strongly. It's like, would this go better or smoother if I had help? You know, so thinking of it like that as well. And then two, threes need a little bit more sometimes straightforward, direct communication around these areas of growth. Uh, some threes appreciate it. Not all, but many threes that I experienced, they kind of appreciate more of a more of a direct approach, not like aggressive, crazy, but like just a direct approach about things. It's like, let's get to the point. All right, it's going to burn a little bit, but I want to get better because threes want to improve. So they're not necessarily afraid of feedback, anything like that. They appreciate it if it helps them get better. But getting to the heart is a really tricky and tender spot. Uh, so just encouraging someone to encourage them to constantly work to get in there. Type four. Type fours, when it comes to accountability, when it comes to accountability partners, type fours, really kind of need someone to, well, can benefit best from an accountability partner who is going to make sure that they encourage them to balance uh, their emotions. So it's going to encourage them to be able to see the multi, I don't know, multiplicity of their emotions and sides of what's going on. Uh, sometimes they can be stuck in a little bit of melancholy or a certain way of thinking about it, even if they're not a social uh, for. And so the sexual four may be stuck more along the lines of frustration and anger and, and espousing that outwardly, uh, whereas the self-prez four may be actually bottling it up and everything's fine. It's good. It's fine. I'm, I am good. So all three versions of them still need someone to help them to explore what's maybe beneath that surface feeling that happens, even though it's strong and they're a little bit, and fours are usually more in touch with their emotions that are going on at the time than other types. There's still emotions behind those emotions that are the ones that they probably really need to feel or experience or explore and understand to move forward and to move through whatever that they're going through uh, so that they can actually grow. 
And so accountability partner to kind of challenge that part of them, very important, very helpful. And then accountability partner who can allow them space to express what is actually happening with them. They need that because there's so much going on. They need a place where it's honored, it's expressed, and it's able to be shared. But then after that, now it's time to look at, okay, based on those things, what can we do now moving forward? What action can we take next? So we're not going to just be stuck in necessarily the emotionality of the situation because it is a big deal. It is a lot to maintain and feel. But how can we actually take action to move forward in whatever said situation is? And that's not always 100%. I have to go do something. Sometimes it's simply letting something go, right? Sometimes it's not just I have to go do something to fix this and all these things. Sometimes the best thing we can do, and especially for the four, is to just have to let certain things go, you know, which can be very hard. So just creating space for the four um, and each subtype of the four is going to be different how they do it. It's going to be different. Self-press four, social four and sexual four, they're quite different. OK, so the accountability needs to be a little different for each one. And usually they'll know a little bit um, what they want from it but also just having someone who's savvy enough to be able to listen when they express it, but then being able to say, all right, I hear that. Now, what about this? How, how are we going to move forward? How, what are we going to do next, right? What do we need to do to improve this situation and not stay in that place, okay? All right, cool. Type fives. Type fives are, especially for the self-press five, and I would say the social five to a certain degree, but they usually get attached to people they really like and they'll follow them and they'll really pay attention to the information they give. So for the five in general and sexual fives can find certain people, but for the five in general, I would say for accountability, needing <laughs> having someone to help them to express their emotions and how they feel about something and not just how they think about it. And that can be tricky uh, for the fives, obviously, but Having a space where a five feels safe to say how they actually feel about something is so important because they definitely feel things and they're definitely sensitive to the things that they feel. But they need space, safety, privacy to be able to express those. So accountability partner who can do that. Very, very important. And the accountability partner who can listen to them in the logical, rational reasons that are coming out and then also communicate. OK, and also, how does that make you feel? What feeling is going on inside as well is going to be quite helpful for the five. And then like being in a space where they can share more because they can share a lot about topics and different things, but a place where they can share more. And they usually are accountability partner that can be helpful as a person who can actually ask a five a really good question and have them ponder and think. Because fives are really good at questions. I mean, quite amazing at them, matter of fact. But have them really ponder and think because they're asking a really good question that makes the five really go inside and, and really challenge them on those things. Fives don't mind, don't mind at all a good challenge and they don't mind and they respect when someone can be direct with them. So accountability with someone who can be direct with a five is going to be helpful. Very, very helpful for the five. So those are those are very important. You even see a different side of a five um, when they let you in, you know. So that's very important. And then one more thing for the five that is important to help them with accountability or accountability partner that would be helpful is someone who can, um, someone who is sharp, meaning that intellectually, 
and emotionally, they're sharp at observing what's really being said, the way it's being said, and things that are coming out. Because a strong defense for the type five is cynicism. And it'll come out very rationally and logically. (laughs) But being able to catch it and stay with it and then still move forward and ask them a question that challenges that mode of thinking in that way uh, without getting offended because they also have to be a person who can take direct communication or questions back because the five is going to bring it, especially if the ego structure feels like it's um, threatened. The five can fire back a really good, logical, rational, cynical question about something. So being able to stay there with them and know that it's not an attack, it's just the defense structure of the five being like, "Mm," you know, kind of feeling some type of way. For type six, a good accountability partner may look like someone who is definitely, definitely consistent. And they don't have to be consistent in the same way for every type six. But the way that the person uh, shows up for the six needs to be a consistent way because they may be a person that shows up maybe three times a month. And that's enough if that's the consistent way it works. Right. Or maybe a person who almost communicates every day. And if that is the consistency that you've built or the the six has built with someone, that's fine. But they need someone who's consistent because that builds trust for them. Right. It helps to build trust so they can really communicate what's going on inside of their heads uh, to the other person. And they really need someone who can actually talk through all of the different scenarios that may run through their mind accountability partner who helps them to verbally or and verbally process some of these things outwardly because inside of their head, it's just so much going on at times that it can get jumbled up and it'll be hard to, to make a clear decision. But when externally processing it with someone, it gives their mind a chance to really have a clear picture or a better map of like, oh, okay, this is actually a better decision. Now I've talked it out and heard maybe what someone else is saying. It doesn't mean they agree with what the other person is saying necessarily, but it helps them to really process what may be the best answer or decision for them to take. So it's very important to have someone who can verbally process the different and has the patience to to actually go through the different processes with them. And then also a person who is able to help them and encourage them to look at what component of angst or fear or what small emotion within fear, because there's many emotions within the the feeling of fear, may be attached to said issue or problem, because that's a a big part of it. So what is attached there? And even for the sexual six, and especially for the sexual six, because there's so much strength, I would say so much assertiveness, almost aggressiveness with the type uh, sex, with the sexual six, it's very important to be able For that person to see, okay, something here, though, is tied to potentially fear or angst around something. And so you're pushing hardcore against it. But what inside of it needs to be dealt with, you know, because if you just keep kicking against it and never dealing with it, you're just going to keep kicking your whole life and never actually really deal with the issue so you can move past it and not be caught up in it every single time. So that's important. And then also, I would say for accountability partner for six is also someone who not only consistent, but someone who can give the six a little bit of encouragement to embody their power, to step into the strength that they really have, because they have quite a bit. The ego structure just makes it feel like they don't. It makes it feel like they can't really trust themselves to a certain degree. And so 
someone who can encourage them to see their power in, in the healthy way, to see the wonderful things that they bring in a confident way, uh, gold, golden for type sixes. Very, very helpful. All right, type sevens. So a good accountability partner for type sevens is someone who can be grounded and they can ask the seven questions that help to ground them and to slow them down. Uh, sevens are notorious also for wanting to do everything on their own and do them really fast. I wouldn't know anything about that, but um, they need someone who can ask them questions that help ground them, to help them think, to help them slow down, and to really process through some of the things that they may be wanting to do, they're excited about doing, they have planned, help them to actually go through them and really take a look at them. Is that something they really want? Because even all that excitement and all that joy and all this type of stuff, sometimes it's not related to the heart. And that can be tricky because people can confuse Seven's enjoyment and their excitement with like this heartfelt warmness. And it's not the same. It's really not. There's quite a bit of a difference. Um, and so sometimes helping the Seven to see accountability part, helping the Seven to see that maybe this excitement, maybe this, this, um, this next thing, is actually a mode for escape um, or avoiding something that needs to be looked at or addressed and slowed down. So someone who can encourage a seven to look at the more painful emotions that they do have. And that can be really tricky. All these things, you know, take your time with encourage is accountability. Right. Um, but take your time and be gentle when it comes to this area of the seven, because they'll squirm. They'll make you laugh. Um, they'll shift topics. There's many different things that they can do, you know, so never force, but encourage um, them to look at it. Uh, so having someone who has the emotional capability to do that is very helpful. And then I would also say for the type seven, something else that's helpful in accountability partner would probably be someone who can catch the sevens multiple ideas and, and speed of talking and can actually kind of keep the pace a little bit, can understand a little bit what's going on but then ask really good questions if the idea jumps from one thing to another, just asking, just asking how they actually connect. Because in the seventh brain, it connects. And sometimes, you know, we'll get to talking and then blase, blase, we'll be on to something else. But there's a connecting point. So helping the seven to say, how does that connect to that in your brain? Then they'll be able to be like, oh, yeah, because you said this and this is how they're connected. So just doing that helps sevens to build the connections and helps them to communicate better and more clearly to other people. So they're understood more when they're trying to communicate their many ideas, uh, which makes them slow down and think about the details of what they're saying, which is helpful. Accountability partners for type eights. One thing that's helpful for type eight is definitely a person that they feel safe with, first and foremost, because that can be tricky. And eights, I would say they need someone who is also able to be assertively gentle at the same time. Eights can be used to, you know, like the stereotypical version of a football coach on the sideline yelling at the player type deal um, as a person who helps them get better. You know, a lot of us can, to be honest, um, even myself. But um, one thing is they need is someone who can be firm, but also be gentle too. Had They have the capability to do both um, because firm because when the eight challenges their accountability partner, which will happen at times, they need to be able to stand firm and then challenge back. 
And that makes the ape feel like connected. That makes the ape feel seen. That makes the ape feel intimate with the person because it's like, oh, you can kind of handle me. Oh, okay. You can handle my personality. Okay. I feel a little bit safer here, you know, because a lot of people aren't at the point where they can necessarily. So doing that, but then also the ability to be empathetic and gentle because eights are humans. So eights have emotions like all of us do. They, they don't express them the same way that a lot of us do, but they have them. You know, and so being able to be gentle to those parts of the eight is extremely important as well uh, so that they do feel connected and so they can heal. So they can touch the, that part of themselves with their accountability partner. OK, so that that's very important, too. So having someone who can do firm and gentle and having someone who can challenge them, that's one of the biggest things, too. And just having someone says, can I challenge you on that? I was in a workshop and I expressed that because I, I've, I've used this before with eights in my life as people I love and care about, but also in uh, the clients I've worked with. And uh, one thing this uh, lady said, she said, oh, I love that. I love that you said she was an eight. I was like, can I challenge you on that? She was like, oh, I love that. And it felt good to her. So understanding having someone who can do that in a way that's not, you know, combative in some type of way, very helpful. Also with the type eight, what's very important, eights want to do things on their own as well. They want to be independent and have like total autonomy to do what they need and want. And so similar to the three, asking them, could these situations be better if you had someone to help you with it? Could it go smoother? Could you use less energy if you had someone else who could help in this situation? You know, because we know you can do it on your own. We know you can power through. We know you can, you know, get people to do things and move people in mountains. But would you use less energy in a healthy way to get something done if you allow someone else to help you in a situation, a certain situation. So just checking in on that. For the type nine, one of the things, um, encouragement that from a um, accountability partner for the type nine is someone who can make sure and be consistent on helping the nine to find themselves in each situation that they're dealing with. So finding themselves, and what I mean by that is finding their voice, finding how they really feel in that situation, finding what they really want to do in that situation. Not just what other people want to do, not just going with the flow and understanding what you want to do, but not doing it. Really finding out not only what you want, what you feel and what you're going to do, but actually planning to do it and holding nines accountable to doing those things. That is one of the biggest things is for the follow through for the nine is to fully follow through on it. Can you get the boulder moving? Because a lot of times it's that inertia that nines have. Uh, it's like this big boulder, you know, but if we get the boulder moving down the hill, it's going to be hard to stop it. Right. And so nines can crush stuff and do things they really need to do. They can actually go after things they need to go after. They have this ambition that's deep within inside of them that they can actually display outwardly. Um, so. It's going to be encouraging them to actually follow through on those as an accountability partner and also someone who can challenge them to see themselves in a, in a different light and speak of themselves in very positive manners. And what I mean by that, I mean like ambitious, positive manners, not just self-deprecating ones, which nines are good at, but seeing themselves and seeing the good in, the, in themselves and seeing the qualities and aspects they really bring to a place or a space that they have and really helping them to claim the deep, earthy power, truth that they have. 
because it's this deep, earthy truth that nines possess that no other types possesses the way the nine does. And so when they are deep and earthy and the way they communicate, the way that they share actually helps them to actually create true peace and harmony and not to be stuck in, oh, I'm just going to keep it calm and not rock the boat when actual when actuality, that's just allowing more conflict to go on that's unhealthy or something to go on that's not well. And so making sure that nine step into their power, into that earthy truth, where now they can't actually really communicate with people what their truth really is coming from their bodies about situations, about people, about bringing in stuff, about how they really feel about it. Rather, it's controversial, rather it's going to cause conflict or not. Because a lot of times, nines may need to cause the conflict in order to get true peace or help people to really see what's actually happening here um, that needs to be addressed. Okay, very, very important. So I wanted to share those things. Those are just a small bit of those. Each and every single person is going to be a little different because your story is different. You know, your your cultural overlay is different. Your trauma is different. All these things are different. So you're going to need for different parts, right? All these things are very important. But those are just some basic things that each type, based on their structure, could be could be helpful to have an accountability partner. So really quickly, um, here are some accountability areas you can have to help you grow. Um, just really quickly parts. So accountability partner, who's your repressed center? So I'm self-pressed dominant, but I'm sexual repressed. So having somebody who's sexually dominant as an accountability partner can definitely help raise my sexual instinct. And guess what? If they are self-pressed repressed, it can help raise their self-pressed instinct as well. See, there's a balance there. All right. And then you talk about um, repressed center. So as a head type, um, and as a seven more specifically, I am heart repressed. There is no doubt. As a seven, I don't even have a line to the heart. I mean, a line to the heart center on the regular Enneagram. You know, you have to go into the invisible triangles to really see that I have a line to the four. But all that to say, having someone in the heart triad can really help me to get more in touch with my own heart. Literally, that was part of the way that I started my growth is I went straight into my heart. I was like, I'm disconnected from my heart. And that is how I started my growth. Before I knew a whole lot of stuff I know now, that is the first place I started was finding areas to help me in my repressed center, people who could help me. And I was like, ooh, that feels weird. That seems dumb. I don't like it. That's stupid. But it actually helps me grow. Dang it. I got to get into these feelings. So that was a big deal for me. So whatever your repressed center is, you may want to look into having someone who can hold you accountable for that area. And then um, another one is someone who's dominant in the same one that you're in. And so what helps with that sometimes is that they can see things when it comes to the dominant instinct or center that maybe someone else could not see. So they may think someone who's not in for example, someone who's like self-prez like me, they'll understand that something I'm doing is way too comfortable and it's not really helping me, but it's actually hindering me. So they can call me out on it. Whereas someone who may be sexual or social, depending on the level of knowledge of the Enneagram, they may not notice. They'll be like, oh, that's just fine. But no, no. But someone who's in there already knows. Along those lines, even with sinners, if you're an anger type, understanding just the veracity and the feeling of anger like an eight being accountability partners for a nine, understanding that a nine is like really upset or mad about something, but not expressing it. The eight feels it. They're like, mm -mm, uh -uh, tell your truth. Your body's saying something different. You know, you need to speak up to that anger and express it. You know what I'm saying? So that's another way. And then um, also someone who's in your type structure, the same type structure. There's nothing like someone in your own type structure who may be ahead of you in the journey or someone right in the area with you who can call you out for the stuff that you really need to look at or just make it uh, um, just 
just make an observation for you to really start to look at. You know, I say call out because that's kind of how I'm a little bit wired, but it doesn't have to be a call out. It can just be like, have you checked in with that? It looks a little out of whack right now, you know? So doing that, maybe this part of your personality is too strong. I feel like your passion, your fixation is kicking your butt right now. You're dumb and instinct. So they have a little bit more insight to it because they see it. Just like I can see a seven and people are like all amazed and and like, oh my goodness, a new seven. I'm like, mm-mm, nope, there's a lot going on and that person got stuff to work on. Y'all don't see it, but I see a whole lot of it. And it's because I know the type structure and I know the pattern, right? Because I played the game too. So that's important. And then having someone who is um, gentle and or direct, depending on what your type structure need. Some of us have quote unquote accountability partners or had them and they're just way too gentle. They're like, oh, it's all right. You're okay. All this stuff. And they really validate or like reaffirm the crap that you actually need to work on. Instead of saying like, no, that sucks. What are we going to do to actually make that change? We need to do for real. So some of us need a little bit of different, either somebody who's more gentle or somebody who's more direct. So somebody who's an eight may need someone who is, like I said, firm, but gentle and able to add in like, ah, you need to be nice to yourself. Be, be, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes the way that eights go outwardly, you know, they can go inwardly in the way that they have self-talk and their dialogue can be rough on themselves. And so they need someone who's a little bit more gentle, like, hold up, you're not going to grow if you constantly talk to yourself in the same way the eight ego structure wants you to. You've got to shift that. Very similar to the one, all types, really. But your, your self-criticism is happening, the inner critic who's a beast. You've got to learn to talk to yourself in a way that's compassionate and gentle if you really want to grow. Not rough and tough and hard and you're not good enough and all this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to work on something a little bit more gentle. And then there's types who needs to be a little bit more direct because they've had people who have like gently said this. Well, it's just a little this like, no, your personality structure is destroying your life and you're going to need to do better. You know, you're going to need to put action in now. You're going to need to take some steps. You're going to need to do some things that are outside of your comfort zone to actually be okay. Because these ego structures and these types, you think about the chaos in the world, <laughs> our ego structures unhinged is the reason why. So this is a, this is serious. Like this is, you know, not just like, oh, yeah, fine. Like this is serious stuff at the same time. All right. So very important. Um, and then another really good accountability partner for you somewhere down the line is somewhere, someone who is on one of your arrows. Right. So I'm a seven. I have an arrow to the one. I have an arrow to the five. So someone on those arrows for, for your number could be very beneficial for you being able to learn from them and be an accountability partner because they're going to see and have things inside of them the way that they do things that most likely you're going to need to be able to embody for different parts of your work, for you to grow and to stretch yourself to get to your essence and not just be stuck in your ego, aka your personality type. So I just wanted to share that. Super glad to finally have an episode back out there. Um, there will be more coming. Um, I had to switch up some stuff. Got some new things, got some new spaces, doing a whole bunch. Um, but I'm excited about that. And there are two events that are coming up that I want to tell you about for sure. So there is the KSEP program, the Kaizen Complete Enneagram program, which is an Enneagram certification program. The third cohort is coming up in January of 2022. I'm going to put the link in the show notes and you can also find the link in the IG link tree where you can sign up or just learn more about it. And I have a cohort right now of amazing group of people and they're doing a great job doing the work and trying to learn more and trying to figure out stuff. And it's always a beautiful process to see people really trying to do the work even through the different parts. And so it's 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 lovely to see. 
um, the transformation that is happening in people and the more self-aware they're becoming. So I want to invite you because there's only um, 15 spots available in the program because I want to keep it community-based, not too big, but a good size where we have a healthy group. So it's only 15 people are uh, able to get into it before it's closed. And so you are definitely invited. And so check that out um, and see all of the information on that, on the links. And then last but not least, every Friday for the next couple of months, we'll be doing live sessions with Enneagram specialists and coaches and facilitators from around the world who have vast knowledge, and it's going to be on different specific topics. And on these, I have the uh, honor of being a facilitator of the panelists, which is absolutely great. So for this coming one, October 22nd, we're going to have, it's bring any question that you have, no matter what it is, and you can ask the panelists. So it's going to be about subtypes and instincts. I know plenty of people got questions about these. I mean, come on now. There's a lot going on here. So uh, I would love to see you there. Um, I'll also put that link in the show notes of this so that you can click on it. And if not, you can also go to internationalenneagramassociation.com forward slash events, and then you'll be able to see it and sign up there. Um, we'd love to see you there. We're going to have a good time. We had a good time this past Friday um, doing it, and it was absolutely great. So we'd love to see you there. Those are the two events I have. Hope to see you soon. Take care of yourself. Please stay healthy. Please stay safe. And if your growth feels stunted in some type of way, being you've been trying so hard by yourself, get an accountability partner and do it for the gram, the Enneagram, of course. And I'll see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful one. Bye.